0: You don't look sick. Aren't you too young to have it? But you're so strong. How are you feeling? Because you look great. Explaining to someone you have an invisible illness is one of the greatest challenges of living with multiple sclerosis. This is MS, a podcast about one of the world's most misunderstood diseases. I'm your host, Andrea. I was diagnosed with MS when I was 31 years old. In this episode, I want you to meet someone who has never let MS weaken her fiery spirit. Instead of feeling hopeless, she used physical activity to empower her and help her find control in this disease. This is Patricia's story. MS is an invisible disease that feels impossible to explain to others how it affects you. It may even be hard for people to believe something is wrong with you. Most people only know someone has MS when it becomes visible. People with MS can appear physically fine, but are often dealing with fatigue, pain, or mood issues such as anxiety and depression. One of the most frustrating things about having MS is managing the chronic fatigue that comes with it. Some days, it's hard to get out of bed. You feel weighed down, heavy. It can hit you at any time of day. Seems like you're always tired, no matter what you do. Learning when to push yourself or when to pull back is not something you figure out overnight. In the eight years since her diagnosis, Patricia has learned she has to pay close attention to how her body feels in order to function on a daily basis.
1: What MS has taught me a lot about is just listening to my body in general.
0: Patricia was diagnosed with MS in January 2012. Her MS journey began at age 23, when she lost vision in her left eye due to optic neuritis, an inflammation of the optic nerve. To make matters worse, the medication she was prescribed to restore her eyesight made her very sick. It caused her to pass out several times as she became really weak and her weight dropping to under 100 pounds. It was almost like the steroid she was prescribed to restore her vision had the reverse effect. She describes her recovery from taking the medication as a nightmare. Within a month, she would partially regain her eyesight.
1: My vision came back to blurry, and they said they gave me six months, and they said if it doesn't doesn't fix itself, in six months and you're gonna, it's gonna stay blurry. So I was like, hold up, that's a great, great thing to tell
0: someone. That reminds me of when I was first diagnosed with MS. And I got handed a pamphlet with an hourglass on the front. How MS is talked about has changed a lot since I was diagnosed 10 years ago. It's changed even more since Patricia was diagnosed in 2012. The discovery of optic neuritis is often an early sign of MS. As a result, she would undergo an MRI. The scan would show she had multiple sclerosis. This was life altering news for a young woman in her early 20s. It's like suddenly the road you're on just took a sharp turn. She had dreams of becoming a police officer, having just finished studying criminology at the University of Alberta. That plan would have to be put on hold as her future became very uncertain. MS is unpredictable and can cause symptoms such as extreme fatigue, lack of coordination, weakness, cognitive impairment, among other issues. Trisha was very active as a runner and a student of martial arts. She worried about how much activity her body would be able to physically handle. This was the part of her diagnosis she would struggle with the most. How was she going to stay active? Was her health going to decline? And if so, how quickly? MS itself, there's
1: so many unknowns, but then within those unknowns, there's unknowns.
0: And no one can tell you what's going to happen. And I know that sounds ominous, but at the beginning, you take it day by day. Patricia decided once she had fully recovered from her vision loss that she would look into various types of low-impact exercises. She started taking yoga classes, but she couldn't participate in hot yoga. Hot yoga is performed in a very warm and humid studio. Those conditions are typically not ideal for MS patients. Many people with MS experience sensitivity to increased body temperature. Yeah, a hot bath, sun exposure, relaxing in a hot tub can all trigger a reaction. I have heat intolerance. I can't just go and lie on the beach in the sun. If my body gets too hot, I feel numbness and tingling in my legs. It doesn't last long, but it's very uncomfortable. Sometimes exercise will trigger symptoms because of an increase in body temperature. According to the MS Society of Canada, the effects of heat exposure are generally reversed with rest and cooling and do not carry a long-term consequence. Patricia found yoga wasn't quite rigorous enough for her, so she started cycling. She fell in love with cycling, always making sure to cool down after every class. Next came the thought of taking part in the MS bike tour an annual cycling event held across Canada to raise millions of dollars for the MS Society. It may seem strange that she wanted to be involved in the event so soon after her diagnosis. She was ready to talk about her MS? On the contrary, it was the training for the ride that helped Patricia stay positive during this time of uncertainty.
1: Okay, you know, now I have the bike tour something that I can focus on and train for and the supported ride.
0: Patricia lives in Alberta and her closest route is Leduc to Camrose, which just so happens to be the largest MS Bike Tour in Canada with nearly 2,000 cyclists taking part in the two-day 180-kilometer ride. Yes, 180-kilometer bicycle ride. That's about the same distance that professional cyclists ride in a stage at the Tour de France. The distance was obviously daunting, but Patricia was determined to at least give it a try.
1: It was just sort of that, like, I can try this and, you know, if I don't, I don't make it the whole way. It's not the end of the world.
0: Every MS Bike Tour across Canada is fully supported by team leaders with rest stops along the route providing you with food and water, along with first aid and mechanical support. Patricia attributes her successful training experience to creating a community around exercising. Her gym was like a second home where friendships became family.
1: Every time I go and I at least do something, I end up feeling better.
0: She found an activity her body has been able to manage with MS. The challenge with MS and fatigue is trying to figure out how much physical activity is appropriate for you. How do you learn to function day to day with an unpredictable disease? Patricia simply does what makes her feel happy. Kind of at
1: the point where like I like I said listening to my body but also in some way doing what makes me happy, doing what makes me feel somewhat good. I've been feeling certain ways for a really long time but I don't really know what I don't really know what other people
0: are feeling. When her energy is low, she takes a walk to lift her spirits and get her head out of the fog she feels from the fatigue.
1: Those are the days where I try and push through. So the days where I'm the most tired is I'm like, I got to do something.
0: She doesn't like how she feels when she hasn't moved her body. It's a slippery slope she fears could spiral into something like depression. Studies show depression is more prevalent in people with MS than in the general population. This type of illness could have led her down a different path in life. In a way, she has cycling to thank. She did not spiral into hopelessness. She remained focused, determined, and optimistic. It's learning to be okay with the hard days that remains a challenge. I understand that. It's frustrating to force yourself to rest when you didn't physically do anything to be tired. I've been there myself, experienced the defeating feat of having a good night's sleep, but still waking up feeling sluggish. Mentally, it's tough. Some days I feel sad. Other times I'm angry. One thing I've learned is to not lean into those feelings for too long. I try not to dwell on the past and what my body felt like before I had MS. Like Patricia, this is my new normal. And it's a work in progress to navigate life with MS. A few months after registering for the bike tour, Patricia started to feel more comfortable with sharing her diagnosis. She began telling her story as a way to fundraise. At the time, she had no idea where this decision would take her. She began asking for donations from family members, her parents, and their co-workers. It was the first donation from a stranger that made her realize sharing her story could help a lot of people. At the gym, she randomly struck up a conversation with an anesthesiologist. He was so impressed by her story and her honesty that he gave her a large donation toward the ride.
1: Told him the whole story, and I don't know why, but it was just so easy to tell this stranger... I need to be at a point where I want to tell people why I'm doing, actually why I'm doing this bike tour so they can understand why them sponsoring me is actually so meaningful.
0: At that moment, she stopped being concerned with how people would react to her telling them she had MS.
1: If there are people that are going to treat me differently or somehow look at me differently, do I actually want those people in my life?
0: Once you start to identify those toxic relationships, you can begin to eliminate them from your life. No one wants to be defined by their illness or be treated differently because of it. She is someone who has MS. That's not all she is. She's a sister, daughter, granddaughter, partner, spokesperson, role model, and friend. She openly posted about her story on Facebook hoping to raise $1000. She hit 3000 within a couple of days. The donations just kept coming and coming. For her first MS bike tour in July 2012, she raised an incredible $13,000. That fall she would ride in the Tour of Champions in Miami, Florida. The Tour of Champions is for an elite group of fundraisers from across the country. They come together for a weekend to celebrate the impact they have made in the fight to end MS. What an incredible way to mark your first MS bike tour! This experience gave Patricia the confidence to move forward and continue to share her story. It gave her the reassurance that it was all right for her to be open about her MS. In the eight short years since her diagnosis, Patricia has become an MS warrior. She has represented the MS society in a number of different events. It all happened very organically. Her first speaking engagement was with AW, raising money for MS through sales of teen burgers. The campaign is currently called Burgers to Beat MS. She also became involved in research and was particularly interested in a study out of Calgary on the effects of exercise on MS. The positive reception she received to her public speaking about MS encouraged her to do more outreach. Which is ironic. Before MS, Patricia was never the type of person to be outspoken. But now she was given a platform to inform and educate people about her illness and she didn't want to waste that opportunity. She was going to make the most of it to help others. There was value in taking the awareness about MS further than just sharing her experience with people she knows. If you don't have a reason to be invested in MS, why would you? It's imperative people see how relatable the disease is and find a personal connection to it from you telling them your story. The more people care about MS, they will have a desire to help the cause, whether that's financial, event participation, volunteering, or just spreading the word about it. More people on our team gives us the push to keep going. To keep Fighting. MS is constantly changing, too.
1: Living with MS is constantly changing. Like, you've got to kind of stay on top of the things that are coming out. And if I can be someone that can share these things, then, you know, it's going to help everyone living with MS because people are just going to be more aware of what MS actually is.
0: Sharing stories of MS helps people in general have a better understanding of the disease and how varied it can be. There could be someone who has partial mobility and uses a cane to walk, where someone else is in a wheelchair and another person doesn't have any mobility issues at all, but suffers from chronic fatigue. It's so broad, it may be hard for some people to grasp. Everyone with MS is different. The awareness about why MS matters can be just as important as fundraising for research. Researchers, funded by the MS Society, are working hard to find the cause of MS, develop better treatments with less side effects, and ultimately cure the disease for everyone who is affected by it. One of Patricia's proudest moments in her MS journey was being part of a documentary. She was nervous going into it, but hoped it would be relatable to a lot of people. Patricia was the subject of MS'd with the wrong girl a 2019 short film directed by Kelly Wolfert and produced by Levin Creative. The documentary follows the life of an Edmonton woman living with MS. She was also nervous about how the MS community would react to it. She wrestled over whether or not she should talk about her struggles with the disease because there are others who are progressing faster. It can be really challenging to not compare yourself to someone else with more progressive MS. I have definitely thought about why I'm able to walk while someone else is in a wheelchair. I don't have the answer. I don't even know why I have MS. But there is one thing I do know for certain. Fighting this disease as a team is better than fighting it alone
1: if you're struggling with something, whatever it is, it's real for you. And it doesn't matter if you perceive someone else's struggle to be worse than yours, you're still going through it. And so the thing that I really learned is to actually let myself struggle and to talk about it in a way that's like, yeah, I'm struggling, but I'm going to get through this. And this is, you know, this is how, or this is just how it is. And this is how I get through it. And If you're going through this, whether it's worse, like my perspective, I look at your struggle and I think it's worse than mine, we're still all going to get through it and we're still all struggling.
0: I'd have to agree. I don't think making comparisons is a good way of looking at life. The second it becomes a competition is when we all fail. We all have struggles. And in general, everyone is struggling with something. Let's try to be kind. With the documentary, Patricia hoped that showing her battle with the disease would help MS be a little less invisible. The feedback she received was overwhelming. It's interesting what happens to you when you become diagnosed with a disease that has no cure. You become a champion for your cause. There's no timeline as to when this happens, it just happens naturally. Patricia needed focus and signed on for the bike tour almost right away. I took a year to form Team Dunner and be comfortable speaking publicly about my MS. Others may need more time to cope. No one should be afraid to reach out, as the MS community is an amazing group of supporters and warriors.
1: Having people and seeing people like that in my life things made me realize that like, you know, I can get through it, it it might, you know, I might have to readjust, or I might have to relearn, or I might have to do all these things. But there's examples in front of me of people that are doing these things. And there's no reason that I can't be like them.
0: Patricia's message has always stayed the same. She does what works for her. And being active gives her the tools to fight her MS. She found a connection to her body, and that has helped her find some control in this disease.
1: Fighting to realize that, like, your life's not over, right? Like, it's different. It might might be different and you might have to react to certain things, but it's definitely not over.
0: Although her MS derailed her plans to become a police officer, she currently works for the provincial government in the justice ministry. Life would take a sharp turn, but she was able to navigate a new path for herself. She redefined her identity, becoming an advocate and spokesperson and in turn, opened up a whole new world she never would have known if not for MS. She's an exceptional example of what life is like with MS. So, what is next for 31 year old Patricia? Will she have children? She's not sure. One thing she does know for certain is that she will continue to fight for those affected by MS and continue. To share her story. If this is the first time you've listened to This Is MS, please go back and take the time to check out the other stories I've shared. Do me a favor, tell your friends about This Is MS. I would love it if you gave our show a five star review on Apple Podcasts. This Is MS is written and produced by me. Audio editing and sound design is by Rob Johnston. If you have a question about one of the episodes, you can contact me on Facebook twitter or instagram at team dunner this is ms created with support from the ms society of canada a proud presentation of the curious cast podcast network thanks again for listening until next time